Well, welcome to the Faithful Fathering Podcast. My name is Rick Wirtz, uh, founder and president of Faithful Fathering, where we encourage and equip dads to be faithful fathers. That's a dad that prioritizes physical presence, is engaged emotionally, and leads spiritually by example. And uh, this week, we're going to be, uh, this series of podcasts, we're going to be talking about Mother's Day, because that's a pretty special day coming up. And uh, then we're going to talk a little bit about the seasons of fathering as we look to the summer and uh, just re- reminding dads where they are, why they're there and uh, with some tips on how we can orchestrate through this time is uh, pretty important so we'll be touching on those uh, across this series of podcasts and uh, before I introduce our guests I do want to remind you to visit the website at faithfulfathering.org you can click on the for dads button where you can access uh, training materials vodka uh, vlogs and tips for dads that you very much complement this podcast uh, and uh, of course we always try to keep this a very practical conversation so that we can get you some uh, just some good uh, just grounded advice from uh, men of God. And that man of God that's visiting us and on the podcast this week is Mr. John Cantu. Welcome, to, welcome John. Thank you so much for having me. It's a, it's a pleasure to, to meet you and talk to you. I already just, you know, the first 10 minutes before the show started. Um, it's, it's, been a, it's been a pleasure to hear your heart. A blessing to be here, but to be here with you. And uh, I know you're, you're the pastor at the NUMA Church. You're a, you're a husband, you're, you're a man, a husband, and a yes. father. So uh, right. we're going to go with those pronouns, right? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, want to just give you a chance to introduce yourself. Tell a little bit about your story. Yeah, so um, I, am a, um, I am, like you said, uh, I'm a father of two little girls, uh, Layla and Ellie. Uh, seven and three so got a house full of, of women you know and uh, got to deal with that uh, my, my my wife of uh, going on 11 years Melissa uh, she's just the love of my life um, been in ministry for, for, for a very long time I am pastoring our church now I lead pastoring for about four years mm-hmm. before that my dad pastored the church that I, I now pastor he pastored for about 17 years um, and then before that was my grandfather so um, ministry, you know, kind of runs in our in our veins, and you know, it's never something I, I wanted to do. I never wanted to be a pastor. It was actually the thing that I thought was never going to happen, you know. Mm-hmm. And growing up, you would always hear, um, you know, the sisters in the church saying, "Hey, you're, you know, you're going to be the next pastor, right?" And I would like say, "Hey, you're you're prophesying to me, right?" <laughs> uh, so, but God, God really started to burden my heart, and so that's what we're doing now. We're just serving our church, and. Uh, um, yeah, it's been a blessing. To tell, God, tell God what you want to do, and you'll laugh, right? right exactly. That's that's <laughs> it. That's it. <laughs> well, fantastic. And uh, generational pastoring, that's quite a... You, you tell a bit about your granddad. What uh, what was his story? Uh, my grandfather, he pastored for 35 years. Um, he uh, He's originally from Colorado. Uh, I don't re- really remember when, when he moved down here, but um, he... Uh, he had a heart for, for, for people. And I mean, as long as I can remember, he, he dedicated me in, in our, in our church. We have the the picture and everything. Um, but he was just a, he was a, a beautiful man of God, uh, loved the Lord, um, love, loved the word. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot that I, I learned from him, you know, Mm -hmm. growing up and, you know, he passed away maybe 12 years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was, I was a teenager, but just, just watching the way that he carried himself and, and spoke to people and loved people and just you know hearing his sermons it had a it had a pretty good effect on my life um my dad uh was actually not not his son but son-in-law mm-hmm. um and so you know 
there was there was a lot I, I got to witness that transition mm. process between mm-hmm. you know my grandfather and, and him and anytime there's a, a transition season you know you always think that okay I'm, I'm gonna do things I'm gonna do things better and, mm-hmm. and differently and I, I honestly I, I took the same approach when sure. we transitioned as well mm-hmm. um, but it's just when you're in that in that role you start to realize um, it's not as easy as you thought it was going to be. And you have so much more respect for the person who came before you. Sure, and sure. so, I mean, just being a pastor, um, I've always respected my, my dad and my, my grandfather, but now being a pastor, I respect them as pastors, right. you know, and, and I have my, my grandfather's, um, it was like a 25 year anniversary Bible that they mm-hmm. gave him, that the church mm-hmm. gave him. I have it sitting in my drawer. So I, I got like, you know, the spirit of my grandfather there with me, um, in my office. So, Amen. Yeah. well, that's uh, you know, there's a reason God gave us that fifth commandment to, honor your father and your mother because we don't know what that generation went through yeah but we know once we get into their try to fill their shoes we realize how tough they had it and and respect what they've had so you know sometimes from our perspective they aren't that honorable but jesus you know the lord doesn't give us that that option he says uh, honor them and as we look at that you know honoring our mothers too it says honor your father and your mother and uh, we're coming into uh, that Hallmark holiday called Mother's Day. Yes. I don't, I don't like Hallmark holidays, but, but at the same time, it is a wonderful time to recognize and and honor our mothers to sure. be very intentional about the, the deal. And of course, I encourage dads and kids to do that all the time. But mm-hmm. you know, there are a couple of pretty key uh, moms in the in Scripture. I think of Mary and Elizabeth. And uh, I love the passage from uh, from Luke that says, you know, when Elizabeth heard Mary's uh, greeting, the baby leaped in her womb and and Elizabeth was filled with joy with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, blessed are you among women and blessed is the child you will bear. And I just thought, you know, these these two very unexpectedly expecting mothers. Yeah. (laughs) You want a virgin and the other way barren. Exactly. uh, It it was quite a uh, quite a time in scripture and to to see, of course, both of them, uh, you know, they changed the course of history with uh, John the Baptist and, of course, Jesus the Christ. And the challenge then is to, to they were going to, don't, we don't know that Elizabeth lived to see John martyred, sure. but uh, uh, of course Mary did. But uh, it, quite, a, quite a role, and, and these moms have uh, uh, quite a task in life, don't they? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. You think about childbirth and all the things that they carry. They carry them in the womb for nine months, give birth, and then they labor to, to raise them properly. And you, you talked earlier about how women are so strong in the church as well. Uh, yes. What a blessing they yes, are. Yes, absolutely. Uh, what's, tell us a little bit about your mother and how you've honored her and what your thoughts are as you get ready to preach for Mother's Day. Yeah, my mom is, uh, I mean, she is she's also a love of my life you know um i'm, I'm a mama's boy 100 percent. you know, i have two younger sisters and uh they, <laughs> they always they always uh, criticize me of being being the favorite and uh my mom is yet to deny it yet so that's that's saying something but no i mean <laughs> she always says you're her favorite son yeah exactly <laughs> um but no my mom i mean she is she's the reason for for many um, good things in, mm-hmm. in my life um, and in my faith. Um, mm-hmm. I've witnessed my mom have uh, just an incredible gift of faith that I haven't seen in so many other people. And, you know, growing up, I would always kind of criticize it, you know, thinking like, well, why, how is it that you can be this positive in the midst of adversity, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and my dad's more the he's more the wisdom guy you know mm-hmm. my mom is more of the 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 faith person right mm-hmm. and I, I mean a beautiful balance of both i think you need that um but yeah just i, I kind of take after my dad a little mm-hmm. bit more 
and, and that I like to think, you know, logically and rationally and all that stuff. Um, but just her display of, of faith, uh, it, it is, um, it has really impacted my life and, and my faith. And she's really taught me how to have faith. And I think without her, um, I wouldn't be where I am today. And mm -hmm. so I'm, I mean, I'm indebted to my mom for Is there anything her. in particular you remember her doing or, or saying or, or a practice that she had, uh, anything along those lines? That you know, um, this is kind of a weird memory, but uh, I do remember, you know, being kids, kind of just, you know, me and my sisters, we were, we were brats, you know, we were just, we we're just being kids, and mm -hmm. and uh, she was a stay-at-home mom, mm -hmm. and and uh, we, we we wouldn't make her life easy, you know, and we'd be very <laughs> demanding sometimes, and you know, would take her for granted, and I remember one time, um, we were we were at the house, and all of a sudden we didn't know where where my mom was and we were we were calling out for her and we were we were looking everywhere for her and we were freaking out and I was trying to calm my little sisters down like she's got to be here somewhere you know maybe she just <laughs> went out I don't know to down the, the street or something um it was probably it felt like it felt like 20 minutes it was probably really like three minutes right. but she pops out of uh, of hiding she was hiding <laughs> And, uh, and she basically said like, that's, that's what it would be like if I wasn't here. And that, that really, um, you know, I was, I was a kid, um, but it, it kind of shook me for, yeah, sure. for, for a moment as a kid, like I, I, I need my mom, uh -huh. like I need my mom and I need to, I need to honor her more, respect her more and not take her for granted because, mm -hmm. you know, my mom is still, you know, fairly young, but, um, you know, you're always thinking about the day where, where they're not, sure. they're not here. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, mm -hmm. I want to make this the. The, the best years of of, uh, of our lives as, as mother and son. Mm -hmm. So, well, I can uh, attest that with three older sisters, they all think I was a favorite as well. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's just it is it's what probably it is, true. Right? It was probably true. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think the you know the moms are are so critical. My mother in particular, uh, she was also the most faith-filled person I think I've ever known as yeah. well. She just had a a lot of body blows thrown at her across her life and uh, born in the in the 1921 and then going through the depression yeah. and world war ii and uh you know contracting tuberculosis when she had a professionally uh, vocal uh, a pro pro professional level vocal uh, quality of her voice and she had a uh, a scholarship to go to high school and then she contracted tuberculosis so the scholarship wow. was gone college wow, was wow. gone and and uh, the man she married came back from World War II, quite a different man than she uh, uh, thought, and because yeah. of the PS PTSD, uh, which yeah. they didn't recognize back then. And, yeah. uh, so it just uh, it left to a, quite a journey for her, but she always had a relationship with Christ. She was a devout Catholic, mm -hmm. and, uh, but her, her gift was prayer. Yeah. And uh, she, just, uh, she would tell me that she was praying for me every day, and she had no idea the valleys that I was in. Oh, yeah. and, uh, but, but her prayerful uh, support every day is a reason why I'm here. So yeah. uh, you know, we can both uh, credit our moms, oh, for, that, moms for that journey. Moms are something else. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Your moms are pretty uniquely gifted. I know, uh, uh, you know Erica Commissar is a, is a psychotherapist and also an author, and she wrote a book called uh, Being There. Uh, why mothering so crit why you prioritize mothering in the first three years of, li of mm -hmm. a child's life mm -hmm. and that's really quite a shock to a lot of uh, she lives up on the Upper East Side of New York and a lot of women in feminist movement oh, yeah. uh, think so you've set women back 
50 years and she says no I'm just saying to understand how mm -hmm. critical mothers are and sure. she goes into the biology that you know this oxytocin that a mom generates the hor love hormone is something only mom can do and mm -hmm. only mom can pass it on to a child and help yeah. a child generate their own oxytocin which actually leads them into a, a better place later in life where they can handle stress a lot mm -hmm. better because they've had that influx of oxytocin from yeah. mom yeah. so uh, you know, when 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 mom is is checked out and, and busy in the in the in the world uh, in those first three years and they're relying on daycare or whatever, I'm not I'm not slamming that situation. I'm just encouraging yeah. you know all moms and all couples to really pray through, particularly early years, sure. to see you know is there a way right. that mom can uh, right. prioritize mothering yeah. in the first three years? Yeah, no, I think that's very very important as well, and uh, um, I, I mean I think that's. That's the divine decree, you know. I think uh, God created um, just women in general to be the the, the nurturers, mm -hmm. right? And, um, and there's a reason that that kids want mommy, you mm -hmm. know, <laughs> instead of da daddy. And um, you know, I, I've got I've got a three year old who, I mean, she's she's, you know, kids are blunt. They say what's on their mind. <laughs> you know, they're not trying to spare feelings. Um, I'll, and I'll, I'll reach out to her, and I mean, my little girl obviously loves me, and I love her to death, but. You know, sometimes she wants mom, and, and actually yesterday I was I was trying to get her out of the the car seat, and um, she says no, I want mommy, and I said what's what's wrong with me? And then she says <laughs> she says mommy's better, <laughs> just like that, you know. <laughs> um, and there's you know there's 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 a reason for that, you know. There there's a reason that that uh, children are drawn to their to their mothers sure. because they are, mm -hmm. you know. I, I think that has a lot to do with it. The biology has a lot to do with it, and um, so when you kind of suppress that, I think it. It, it leaves a, a pretty big void in mm -hmm. the lives of, of mm -hmm. children because, you know, dads, I'm not saying that we don't love our children, but um, th there is a little bit of a disconnect, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we, don't, we don't perhaps do it as well as, as moms do. Well, dads have a different hormone called vasopressin that is okay. the more aggressive, the defending. You okay. know, that, that, so we're the there ones that let them ride. You know, we're the ones that let them take chances. They, yeah. You know, they, they're first to fall off the bike. We're, yeah. we're the ones that clean up the scrapes and bleed, you know, mm -hmm. you know, heal the wounds, that type of thing. So it's a different kind of nurturing. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, but yeah there's, there's that, that absolutely that dynamic. And there's, there's always going to be peaks and valleys. There's uh, the teen years, moms and daughters tend to, tend to have a lot of conflict and yeah. and dad can step in and take daughter out on a date and mm -hmm. and, uh, and smooth things over yeah. there uh, through that time so those are things you have to look forward yeah. to but yeah. I would say I always encourage dads to date their daughters mm -hmm. give mom a, a little bit of a break as well but just realize it does get more expensive as they get older <laughs> and that's okay because then you're you're uh, you know you're opening the door for them and your on your car rules out 95 percent of the boys in school there so that, yeah. that's okay go. too <laughs> <laughs> so uh, well mom you know the the the, the passage actually says uh, the, there's a passage in uh, in proverbs says keep your father's command and do not forsake your mother's teaching can you recall some teaching that your mother uh, laid on you if you're homeschooled obviously there's a lot of that going on yeah um, I mean, my, my mom's teaching, I, I just remember her spiritual wisdom in, in regards to just, you know, trusting, trusting God, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I think, and I, I, I know I already talked about earlier, but it really has impacted, you know, um, who I am today, mm -hmm. you know, because I, now I am the person to say, hey, let's just trust in God. We don't know what's going on here. Let's just, let's just, let's just keep going. You know, let's, mm -hmm. let's have faith. And that was something that she really, really, um, instilled in me, 
you know, obviously the more practical stuff, you know, uh, be polite, you know, have manners, say thank you, uh, you know, all of that stuff that doesn't come really natural to to kids. Um, all of that she she really she really instructed me in. Um, she instructed me to have really just just to love people, mm-hmm. um, to give, uh, for lack of a better way of saying it give people like stellar customer service you know Mm -hmm. um don't be rude don't be rude to the waiters the waitresses uh, you know the cash registers whatever it is um give people you know just just the best version of of yourself and be kind to the world Mm -hmm. so that was all my mom you know um and um i mean it's it really molded me into to who i am today and i could pass it along to my children sure sure yeah i think that mom's a I think as Ma, she was the religious one, you know, obviously in Catholic, uh, Catholicism, it is a very highly religious, uh, you know, a lot of traditions and a lot of things. And I think she instilled that whole idea, the, uh, the liturgy and the mm-hmm. religiosity and, uh, and, and all of that uh, really in later years provided quite the foundation yeah. when I really got to know Christ, yeah. right? So when I was ready to take that step forward and, uh, and accept Christ mm-hmm. and then begin to see how it's through Christ that we can get to know the Father, right? Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. says, you know, you know the Father, you know me, exactly. you know the Father. So yes. then, then the challenge becomes, uh, well, do my kids know the Father because they know me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or are they, are they learning to know and, and develop that's their right. own personal relationship with Christ? But that's something that my mother really mm-hmm. instilled in me was that whole religious foundation that I could build on. And, and so when... Uh, it, when the Lord was working on me, then I could really truly understand some of the foundational issues behind what uh, what He was calling me to in yes. a relationship. Yeah. So uh, I think that's that's what moms offer. Uh, is there any particular Mother's Day uh, story or experience that you recall? Mother's Day. <clears throat> Mother's Day story. Um, Mother's Day story. Um, no, nothing nothing comes to mind on, on like on actual mother's day um you know we uh we typically our tradition is after church every mother's day um usually usually I'll, on mother's day i'll have uh i'll have my I'll have my wife preach um you know to, to give a a word to to, to, to women and to moms and all that stuff i'm actually preaching this week i'm like you can you can you can sit this one out and enjoy the service um but you know after church you know we'll t- we'll typically go to my my in-laws and and uh we'll celebrate my my mother-in-law there she's a, you know awesome 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 woman as well um and then we uh and then we just treat my mom um to whatever she she mm-hmm. likes and i mean my mom is a very uh she just she loves her family i think that's mm-hmm. you know pretty common in, in many moms and and so we uh, we just try to to hang out and, and honor her and celebrate her every Mother's Day. Um, we love to laugh. She's she's pretty she's pretty goofy. Uh, you know she tries to she tries to get the serious out of me because I, I can be pretty pretty dry sometimes. Um, so I mean I, I remember my mom. I mean I'm always gonna remember my mom as just the the fun mom. You know mm-hmm. she's a very very fun mom and and she. Uh, you know, she likes to have a good time. So every Mother's Day, that's that's going to be my memory. You know, mm-hmm. it's just hanging out with hanging out with mom, celebrating mom uh, at the house, and you know, just having a good time. And uh, there, I was, a lot of times I know I was uh, pretty busy and what have you. I never. It took me years before I went back and really thanked mom yeah. for what you. Is there? Have you had an opportunity to just uh, genuinely express thanks, uh, take an action, initiate a letter, anything like that that you've done for your mom? I um, 
so I'm, I'm very good at honoring um, in public. Mm -hmm. um, it's a little bit more awkward for me in private, just, mm -hmm. being, just being honest, you know, one-on-one -on -one <laughs> is not, is not uh, easy for me. Um, and so, you know, I, I always take an opportunity to honor, honor my mother publicly mm -hmm. as well as my wife. Um, and so I, I do that. Um, and of course, you know, I, I, uh, I, I think about my mom. I, I you know, we, I have some businesses that, uh, that I run and I try to, you know, give her some employment here and there. And she's always going to be my first choice, even if she doesn't have my, you know, the experience on my like, mom, do you, do you want to do this, you know, to earn a little bit extra money. Um, and that's just, you know, me, you know, trying to do my best to, sure. to take care of her and all that stuff. She, she did send me a message. She's always the one to initiate. She's very, very, you know, um, you know, very emotional, um, sentimental, not, not emotional, sentimental. Uh, she sent me a text message earlier this week and she just wanted, she just said, uh, she said, "Mijo, I want to let you know that I'm 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 proud of you. I'm I'm listening to your sermon again. She's she's my biggest fan. My mom is my biggest fan, even more than my <laughs> wife. <laughs> she's always my biggest fan. Uh, and so she sent that to me, and and you know I, I I let her I let her know that I really appreciate it, and I told her I love her. You know, thank you. And so those those moments, I think when when I just hug my mom, mm -hmm. um, which is something that I'm not I'm not I'm not really good at." Um, but when I when I just kind of swallow my pride, I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna I'm gonna hug my mom. That that's the world to her, you know. She's sure. always trying to hug on on sure. me, my 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 daughters, my you know my sisters. Um, so sometimes when I just I used to like, no, mom, don't do that, you know, especially when I was a teenager. Yeah. But now I just embrace it, sure. you know. I embrace her, and uh, <laughs> and that that means the world to her. Sure, so. my mom was a big hugger as oh, well. Yeah. She just. Uh, uh, it's quite a quite a special time, and that ho those hugs are important. Those oh, yeah. hugs are important. Yeah, yeah. But what uh, do you have any final tips to dads out there as they uh, come into their own, uh, whether it's their own uh, the, the their bride who is the mother of their children or their mother? Do you have any tips or suggestions? I think uh, for men, you you definitely have to be intentional about it. Um, there is this day that is on everybody's calendar. Everybody knows about it. It's called Mother's Day. Um, and so do, do your best to actually make them feel, you know, loved and, and realize that that is not something that, you know, my wife, if, if I do what I think makes her feel loved, she might, she might not, um, feel loved that way because mm -hmm. I think people receive love in, in, in different ways. Um, so ask your wife, ask your mom, you know, what you could do for them. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that, I think that'll. You know, it could be a back rub, you know, for, for, for the, from the wife. Um, it could be dinner. It, it could be a gift, whatever it is. But I think if you're intentional about it and you say, hey, I, I really want to honor you. I want to make you feel special because you are a special person in my life and I love you. Um, and you ask them that question, they'll give you an answer and, and, and do that very thing. Whether it, it could even be taking the kids for, you know, a few hours. I sure, could that sure. could do the trick for yeah. For, for women. So it sounds like you want them to read uh, Gary Chapman's Five Love Languages, too. Hey, that, yeah, that would be a yeah, smart thing that's really do. important, yeah. Uh, well, that, uh, well, there you go, Dad. So that's a good tip from uh, John to encourage you to uh, be intentional this Mother's Day. And uh, and I would encourage you, not just Mother's Day, but uh, uh, look across the week. Look at ways that you can uh, maybe take her out to lunch on just off the whim or, uh, or write a letter of appreciation, a tribute to her, and, uh, uh, and, and, and share that with your kids. And just let them know how you are honoring your mother and not forsaking her teaching. So... Uh, just listen well and uh, listen to the women in your life and honor and be with them, strengthen them and guide them as, uh, as, as your partner in life. That's the dad you're called to be. That's the dad the next generation needs. God bless you.
Thank you, John.